Remember, failure is the price of entry to success. It is the price of entry. So many of us desire success. To be able to say that we've made it and achieved the outcomes that we have been working towards for so long. Yet we're not willing to pay the price at the door to get to where we want to go. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to create your most aligned life of purpose and potential. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I'm talking with you about how you can keep going even when it feels like the world is against you. I'm going to share my story of how at some points in my journey, it has absolutely felt like the world was conspiring against me, but how I was able to rise up above that and to continue moving forwards. Just before we go into that, I do want to take a moment for reflection because we are now over halfway through the year. I'm recording this on July 14, and this is the perfect time to take a moment to create some space and check in with where we are at compared to where we desired and where we wanted to be at the start of this year. So take a moment right now and check in with your situation. Have you achieved the outcomes that you set? Have you fallen short of those outcomes? Have your outcomes changed? And this exercise isn't so that you can be really harsh on yourself and judge yourself, but simply to observe and to recognize what your reality is right now, what your situation is, because awareness is always the first step to any action and change. So where are you at at the moment? And no matter your situation, I want you to know that it is okay because life isn't designed to always be perfect. You're not always meant to have a 100% hit rate of your outcomes. But what this is going to be is awareness and recognition so that you know what has worked for you this year, what hasn't worked like what you have learned along the way, what you've experienced so that you can become the woman who is ready and who is worthy to achieve the things that she desires. So with that in mind, looking forward to the second half of the year, what do you want for these next six months? If you were to set an intention, what is your intention in how you show up and what you want to create and achieve before the end of 2023. And if you are someone who is hungry to finish off this year strong, if you are ready to step up and to test what your potential really is, if you are sick of being where you are at now, if you're sick of thinking about things but not actually doing, then I'd like to share with you that now that it's July, I have a couple of openings for one-on-one mentoring starting very soon. One-on-one mentoring is the most intimate partnership, the most intimate offering that I have. It is where I partner up with you and walk alongside you on your journey towards your outcomes. I'm there to support you, to keep you accountable, to guide you, to teach you, and to give you everything that you need 
as you go through all the highs and the lows, as you go through all the trials and tribulations. I'm there for you so that you can expand your mind. You can elevate the way that you think, the decisions that you make, the actions that you take, and ultimately get to where you want to be faster. Mentoring is something that I pride myself on. It is something that I give everything to. And that's why I only work with a small number of clients. There is now a couple of openings. So I'll put in the podcast description a link for you to apply for mentoring. In the application form, you'll see a little bit about um, what the requirements are in terms of the deposit. And then we can find out more whether we are an aligned fit to work together. No obligations at all. It is simply an application form for us to get this process started and to explore where this can go. And if it's an aligned fit, then amazing. We'll take the next steps. If not, then that is all good too. All right, I'll leave that in the podcast show notes. And then now let's get into how you can keep going when it feels like the world is against you. I'd like to start off by sharing with you a brief overview of my journey and how I've gotten to where I am today, including all of the highs as well as the lows, the, the failures, the moments that it felt like the world was against me. And I want to share this with you because you may be going through it right now. You may be going through the thick of a setback or a failure or a challenge where it feels like God or the universe is against you. And I want to share with you how it's not the be all and end all. Because I can share these stories with you in hindsight. I can share with you how at the time it felt like it was going to break me, how it could have stopped me in my tracks. But now looking back, I can see so clearly that all of those moments were simply stepping stones along the way that would set me up for my next iteration, for my next evolution of a more resilient, experienced and strong trang that is now worthy and is now ready to create the, 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 the success or the achievements that she would go on and do. So let me share this with you. Taking you back to 2014, a year out of high school, I was just 19 years old and I was completing my personal training TAFE course. So imagine this, right? I have just finished high school. I did extremely well, got a fantastic ATAR to get into physiotherapy at uni. So TAFE in my mind, is meant to be a breeze, right? It's six months, I'm doing it part-time on the weekend. And I get to the last day of my personal training TAFE course. I expect to pass with flying colors. I've seen other students go into the room after the final assessment, get the certificate, and they're waving it and they're celebrating it and they're walking out never to have to come back to TAFE again. And I go through this process. I go into the room with my teacher he looks at me and he says, sorry, Trang, you haven't passed this time. <laughs> oh, it was such a stomach sinking moment. That could have stopped me. But no, I came back two months later. I completed the assessment for the second time round. And then I get my, certificate, my certification to become a personal trainer. In 2015, a year later, I started posting online. 
I created a social media account, had no idea what I was doing, but did it simply so I could inspire others and share my knowledge, share my thoughts. I was posting online to a total of 23 followers. A year after that, in 2016, I ran my very first workshop. And guess how many people came to that workshop? A total of two people plus my parents who were there to support me. And tickets were only $15. That was soul crushing. I remember thinking, I never wanted to put myself in that position again. I am not going to humiliate myself like that again. So I'm just not going to run any workshops again. I was like, this isn't meant for me. I'm, I'm a fraud. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not meant to be able to achieve the, the um, vision that I had had in my head to be able to run workshops and to fill them up and have them all booked out. A year later, in 2017, I'd graduated from my Master's of Physiotherapy and I'd started work. Three months into my first job as a physiotherapist, at the end of the probation period, I had a meeting with my boss at the time only to have the probation period extended because I wasn't performing at the level that I should be. So the probation period was extended to six months. I continued to show up to work and at the end of the extension period of probation, six months, I had another meeting with my boss only to have the really tough news broken to me that I was going to be let go. I wasn't performing at the level that she needed me to perform at. And that was my last day at work. It was my first time ever being fired from a job. Like, don't forget that my whole life I have been a high achiever. Someone who's always like done well and that has been a huge part of my worth. So you can imagine how it felt to be fired from a job from my not just like a part-time job when I was a teenager my first real job out of uni and you know the reason for that we won't go into it there are a few different things and uh, different parts at play there it just wasn't the right fit Um, and and that was why not necessarily because I had done anything outrageous or uh, anything like that it just wasn't a good fit Now, in 2018 to 2020, so we're now, um, what, 20, we're now about 23 years old, Um, I started to build up my personal training business. I was able to build up to 30 clients. That was the peak of uh, of my personal training business. I will never go back to having 30 clients again. Uh... Yeah, I remembered everyone's names, but did I remember exactly what everyone was going through and could I give my everything to each client? No way. And that's why I only work with a small number of clients now. Um, But during that time, I also got an opportunity to do my very first international talk. Not forgetting that just a few years prior, I ran a workshop where only two people came, plus mum and dad, and then one of those people fell asleep. In 2021, I changed industries and then rebranded my entire business. It felt like I was starting all over again. Last year in 2022 was when things started to really level up. I was able to go all in 
in my new business because I had stopped physiotherapy. So I ran four in-person events, including uh, a few retreats and two online courses. The impact that I was creating was expanding and it was deeper than ever before. And this year, so far, it's another it's another PB year in business, another um, PB year in terms of client results. And then as a result, of course, business revenue as well. So this is where I am now. And of course, that's not to say that there have been setbacks and there have been challenges this year. Oh, have there been challenges? And if you have been following along, you'll know, you'll know that there have been, there's been turbulence. <laughs> it has been a rocky road this year. It's still another PB year in terms of my own fulfillment, my own personal development, my client's results, my client satisfaction, my business revenue. It is another PB year. Along this journey, I am continually progressing. I am still progressing. There is still more to go. But that's not without all of the setbacks and the failures along the way that I have just shared. And those are just some of the major ones. There have been many others as well that I just can't fit in to a short podcast like this. Would probably need quite a few hours, (laughs) if not days. There have been so many moments where I have been hit with one setback after another, one challenge after another. And I just feel like I can't catch my breath. I just feel like, you know, the world or the universe or God is against me. And I'm just not cut out for this. I can't handle it. I'm just so overwhelmed. I just want to throw everything in the air and give up. But now when I look back and now when I'm working with clients who are going through the thick of it in the time, I want to share with you that, yes, it feels like it is everything right now. Yes, it might feel like there there isn't a light at the end of the tunnel. But just know, in the big scheme of things, it's just a blip in time. You know, a few days, a few weeks, even a few months is just a hairline of a moment in time. And this too shall pass. This too shall pass because the world isn't against you. And that is the first thing is we've got to change our mindset. If we feel like the world is against us, if we feel like, why me? If we think, why is this always happening to me? Then that is the exact victim mentality that will perpetuate the events of things happening against what we want. How? Well, purely because of how our mind works. We will see what we want to see. We will see what we want to believe. And if we believe that the world is against us, then we're only going to see more of that. We're going to seek and we're going to focus in on evidence that supports our belief system. That's how our mind works. It wants there to be consistency. It wants to believe this narrative that it has curated. Like, just try this as an exercise. I love this exercise to showcase this point. I want you to look around the room that you are in right now and focus on the major color that you can see. What's the most prominent color in the room 
or wherever you are right now, what's the most prominent color? Okay, now, if you can, close your eyes and I want you to repeat the color black in your head 10 times. Black, 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 black. Now, open up your eyes, look around you and focus on all of the black that you can see. And I bet that even though black may not be the primary color in the environments that you're in at the moment, because you're focusing on it and you're scanning your environments and looking for black, every little thing that is black, you are picking up on. And now things that you missed out on before, the black that you might not have noticed before is really jumping out at you. Well, that's how the mind works. Whatever we focus on is whatever we see more of. And if we want to fulfill the narrative that we are a victim and that the world is against us, then we're only ever going to see all the times and all of the moments that the world is seemingly against us. And we're going to bypass all of the other evidence that actually, no, the world has our back, that we're actually doing okay that we, had, we did have a little win today. We did have some progress this week. We are actually doing well after all. We're going to bypass all of that because if you're constantly focused on black, then you're going to miss all of the pink. You're not going to see the pink. You're just going to see the black. From there, once you have intentionally shifted your focus and started to gather more evidence of what you do want to see, What I'd encourage you to do is to start to see failure in a different way. Failure isn't final. It is not the be-all and end-all. It is not going to break you. In fact, it is simply the stepping stone that is actually critical to setting you up to become the resilient and the experienced and the knowledgeable and the skillful person who is capable of achieving the things that you desire. Failure isn't final. It is the price of entry to success. It is the price of entry. So many of us desire success, to be able to say that we've made it and achieved the outcomes that we have been working towards for so long, yet we're not willing to pay the price at the door to get to where we want to go. The more failures that we have, the more feedback we have on what doesn't work and what does work. And from a strategy perspective, that is gold. Being able to narrow down, okay, this doesn't work for me specifically as well, because you can read in a book that you should do things this way versus that way. But until you trial and error yourself and you know what fits in with your schedule and your preferences and your way of Uh, your way of being, right? Your personality. Only then will you have intentional and specific feedback for yourself. In addition to that, failure gives you the skills and the, the resilience required for you to become the person who is worthy to create and sustain the success that you are after. In fact, I'm just thinking of a client now who has been in a position similar to me. They've run workshops where no one has signed up. They have put a workshop out there, marketed it, planned it, 
tried to sell it and then no one has signed up. And now they're in a place in their business where they are running fully booked events. And not just online events, you know, over Zoom, but in-person events where people have to buy a ticket and invest their time and energy to show up at that event. Like I can see that in so many of my clients, not to mention what I've just shared for my own journey as well. Failure is the price of entry to success. Do not forget that. And also remember, you know, your life is a journey. It is an ongoing story that is to be written. So where you are now, if you are going through a, a challenging time, a really testing time, see it as the part of your story that is the shitty part. You know how every success story has a shitty part so that they can use that and contrast it to highlight and strengthen the success that they did achieve. Every memoir has that. So think of it as, well, this is just the shitty part of your memoir. This is just the shitty part of your origin story before your big break. Everyone has that. It makes a really fab story, let me tell you. And the reason why every origin story has that shitty part at the start is because it is the price of entry to success. You know, the failures, the challenges, the, the, the trials and tribulations, it makes us ready. It makes us worthy to achieve success. I used to hear that and I was like, oh yeah, sure, sure. I reckon I can still skip the, the crappy part and just go straight to success. But now I see how what it takes to achieve success. And of course, success looks different to everyone. And I'm not blanket uh, assuming what success is. But for me, when I think of success, I think of us being able to achieve the outcomes that we desire. So whatever it is for us, uh, you know, achieving outcomes and and achieving growth that is an, in alignment to our values and our beliefs. It, it is in alignment to our purpose. It feels good for us. We are feeling fulfilled. We are feeling at peace. We are feeling happy. That is success. So every success story and every person who achieves success, it's, it, it's not a fluke. It doesn't happen coincidentally overnight. It takes a lot to achieve success. It takes a lot to sustain success, even more. It takes even more to sustain success than to achieve it. And that, uh, you know, what it takes in terms of skill and experience and knowledge and resilience and mindset, like that doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes out of lived experience. So what I would recommend for you is to put aside some time today, ideally today, because what's listening to a podcast if you don't actually apply it and have your reality shift? I'd like to encourage you to take some time today, if not tomorrow or over the next few days, to take out your journal and write out all of the evidence of how you are capable or the evidence that the world does have you back. All of the moments that you have had some progress, you have had some wins that you can celebrate and really hone in on seeing the pink rather than the black. And then write out all the times in the past 
where you have had a failure, but then that failure has turned into your next biggest success. Like write down all of the times in the past that that has happened because this is going to happen again. You're just living through it right now. Remind yourself that failure isn't final. In fact, it is going to birth your next biggest success if you allow it to and if you choose to create it to be so. And lastly, in your journal, ask yourself this question. If there were a purpose to this failure or this setback or this challenge, if there were a purpose, then what is the purpose of this happening? What is the reason that this is happening? What is the gift or the opportunity that is awaiting me to claim? And I really believe in this. Like, I don't necessarily believe that everything happens for a reason, But I do believe that we have the power to put meaning to everything that happens. We have that power. It is in our hands. There is a gift in every situation, but it's up to us to rise up and claim that gift. So what is the purpose of this happening in your life? How is this designed to develop who you are and how you think and how you do things? How is this there to birth your next success. So those are a few different ways I can encourage you to keep going even when it feels like the world is against you. Because ultimately, is the world against you? Or is that just what you're telling yourself right now? (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. I know you might not want to hear that right now. But I promise you, If you ask yourself that question, then you will come out of this sooner rather than later. You will overcome this mountain. You'll go around to the bend and you'll be like, oh, that was just another experience to be lived, but it doesn't define me and it's not going to um, define my path and my potential going forwards. All right, fam. Thank you so much for listening to the end of another episode. I really hope that this has been helpful for you, that this has been interesting to listen to as well as very practical so that you can walk away and create change in real time in your life. Okay, before we wrap up, I do want to mention one last time, if you're in a place now where you are hungry to discover what you are really made of, if you know that you want these next six months and beyond to open up yourself to a whole new dimension that you never knew you could even become or achieve, then there are a couple of spots opening up for one-on-one mentoring starting this month and next month. One-on-one mentoring is the most beautiful, intimate partnership. And if you feel aligned to what I speak about and who I am via these podcasts, then just wait till we have space together where I have my entire attention and my entire heart open up to you and be by your side along your journey. And I believe in this so much because I have been on the receiving end. I have always worked on and off with one-on-one mentors in one form or another and I attribute so much of where I am now to the guidance that I have received along my journey. 
If you were interested, then check out the podcast show notes. I'll put the link in there for you to apply. It's simply an exploration process. No obligations. We'll see if we're an aligned fit to work together or not. All right, fam, you enjoy the rest of your day from wherever you are in the world, whatever you are doing. Um, And I look forward to catching you in the next episode. See ya.